0: My dog, keep my, this. Oh, whatever you did is better.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. Little, yeah. little but for now.
0: Citron, citron, better.
1: Uh, mm, yeah.
2: No, actually, more than that. Okay. More yeah.
1: Better, more than citron.
0: More than citron.
1: It's important <laughs>
0: more than the citron. All right. Uh, well, then, to that end, as much as I can be, let's kick this pig. I'm ready. Wait, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, come on! We've been sitting. Uh, Jeff, going, I been parked been a fifty-foot RV, and oh, please tell me we're recording this. Oh, look at that! Oh, you know yeah. what? And Chris, you're inspiring me. It is definitely beer thirty. So
2: yeah, uh, I'm trying to see if I should stop this recording and start again, or <laughs> get quick. We got, we're going.
0: okay. Oh. Uh,
3: Sorry,
0: well, check that one off. Okay. Jeff, has speaker prompts. Okay.
4: Welcome to Everyone Racers,
1: oh, a show no. designed
4: for the world of what the heck?
1: A show <laughs> designed for
4: the world of <laughs> low-dollar racing, and oddball car culture, and laughing at your friends. It doesn't matter what kind of lemon champ or tra- lucky track dog you run—S.C.C. or NASA—we won't discriminate. As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, as well as news and notes from the world of low-dollar endurance racing. Whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky, and Jeff gives you just a tip. We're sure you're going to giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff.
0: And I'm Mental.
4: And we are everyone racers. Thanks for coming back and listening to another regular gas episode of our podcast. That's right, it's episode eighty-seven. If you're not driving a Woo! car, don't forget your E1R bingo card. And it's uh, all update like on, like on a
0: race weekend. Right now, we're ten percent alcohol. So
4: yeah,
1: oh, ten percent. <laughs> like that i um i feel like we can i can already check off a uh, general wakeman problem because i feel like i already had the sl- load of the game probably mm-hmm. no 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 because we have a specific one
0: for speakers you can't call the speaker a general wakeman problem I now un- undoubtedly during the rv update we will have general wakeman problems
1: sure sure sure. okay what you are gonna on chris let's get this going let's sum it up
2: no flick for those- I'm listening to the recent episodes, uh, oh yeah, it it involved in the purchase, purchase of mental's or well. Somebody Somebody's going on, yeah, mental, probably you. Um, your speaker is being picked up player. by your microphone.
0: Sorry, I was untangling my <laughs> headphone cord. Uh, uh sure.
2: So, um, again. I bought, I, I didn't buy, but Chr- Chrissy's mom bought mental's old suburban, and I was the facilitator of said event. And not only in connecting the making the love connection, but also <laughs> flying into Atlanta and then driving it home.
0: So, and and, and uh, do do mention because I tried to, to get this to Vicki, Vicki just refused to recognize the circular beauty of this. But when we talked about it, dinner when you got into town,
2: yeah, well, se- seven years ago, six and a half years ago. Mental for you know, in the Air Force on deploy- you know, out of deployment, who's in the country. He came up and raced with us in New Hampshire in October of 2012. The weekend Hurricane Sandy hit, and he couldn't get a flight home, so we sold him our are not actually not very janky at all One hundred eighty-seven thousand mile land river discovery 2 which he then proceeded to drive from pennsylvania to oklahoma straight through in a blizzard and then vicky proceeded to daily drive that for the next several years Uh, but this time i'm the one that was buying a cheap janky high mileage suv for a thousand dollar ish price from the other and driving that many hundreds of miles across the country yes
4: It's a GM. What could go wrong? I mean, everything could go wrong, but it'll still roll. Like...
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I drove home at eighty the whole way and got seventeen <laughs> miles per gallon, which I was quite impressed by because my what, that's suburban. Actually,
1: is. Yeah, it's my suburban. Now that you know what, what, what what's inside of it.
2: Oh hell yeah! I can't believe the thing ran nearly as well as it did, considering all the things I've done to it in the last week. But I had a great <laughs> flight. <The electricity laughs> brought me off. I carry on luggage only, and only T and TSA pre check. So there were a grand total of. Two people in line and security in front of me, so that was great. Got through in plenty of time. Made sure to bring my three ounce bottles in a clear plastic bag that were full of rum. So that, <laughs> that made the flight go fine more quickly. That was my idea. Yeah. And it's <laughs> still brilliant. It. Uh-huh. So flew down, Metzel picked me up. He and I went out to a hipster part of town and got a delicious burger and a beer at a place where a guy was sleeping in the grass between the, the parking lot island and next to a stolen uh, rental bicycle. And
0: uh, yep, <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 not he is not elaborating bicycle? any part of that story. That is a that nope. is micro level of truth
2: up next to a police officer actually who was paying him no attention uh so we had a delicious burger beer at a great place in the hipster part of town then we went back to the air force base where mental had the rv parked in the fam camp which is something i never knew existed that rv that um, military bases have places you park campers for people like family or for people who are too cheap to have another house um they can do that too so we went to bed. Of course, yeah, we we went to bed nice and early at two to uh, get up <laughs> at seven to drive eight hundred miles the next day. Um and that uh I drove home. We'll talk more about that in the main segment. And then since then I've been evaluating and fixing Snowflake. Um so I guess I'll tell you the things I've done, mental you'll appreciate this. So since evaluating ordering parts and, and working on it. I have replaced the rear springs that were sagged with a set of new Moog heavy duty ones, which are fifty-two bucks shipped because nice. GM's so big, right?
0: right? Now, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna and I'm not gonna blame Jeff. So don't take this as a blaming Jeff, but I am gonna blame probably the trailer for those sagging springs. Whatever.
4: Oh, anyway, that trailer <laughs> is heavier than molybdenum. I'm gonna
2: blame two hundred thousand miles. fair. Blame. Fair. Fair. So Neg-
1: neglect is me- what we're gonna blame. Moog heavy duty
2: springs that raised the rear about an inch and a half. Uh, Bilstein fifty one hundred shocks all around are in. Which you um, said you
0: were going to do anyway because Chrissy's mom likes a smooth ride.
2: She does. So got that in. Um, got. Uh, I've adjusted the emergency brake because it was so bad that you, you stepped on the pedal and it went all the way to the floor, even though the adjustment was all the way taken in. So I've now adjusted the actual shoes within the disc in the back. So there's good.
0: That was uh my got- drive. That was that was five years of my driveway.
2: Yep. Got the uh, the brake fluid all flushed with nice fresh clean fluid. Actually, half of it was just the eight cans of brake fluid. Mental gave me. I just mixed those all,
3: and...
2: <laughs> so that was okay. Uh, what else did I do? I've got? Well, cause um... and,
0: and, to, to, and we're burning pod, but we're burning pod to our listeners. As tell listeners, movers uh, won't move anything that is a liquid or an aerosol. So yeah. So Chris left with the bag of crap. Mental can't take with him.
1: Yep. Yes. 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 he yes, did. I got and a. This,
4: uh... this is why I own oxyacetylene tanks, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <that's> okay. Rica, <laughs> Rica. Rico-
2: I got a, a header. Uh, sorry, new exhaust hanger on. I adjusted the front torsion bars up so it front matched the rear and get rid of the sagging in the torsion bars. Uh, put in a new i fixed the driver's window which turned out to be a motor which is a little bit of pain in the ass because the cables for the on the spool on the motor came undone so i had to rewind it so that was kind of a shame to figure that out and get that back together but the driver's window now works which it didn't for my 800 mile drive home uh without with air, no conditioning. air conditioning yep um i've replaced the blend door in the climate control system I've replaced whoa, the whoa 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 the okay engine. hold on
0: you've already replaced that blend door
2: it took about 10
0: minutes. Are you kidding me? Um, wow. it,
2: it was a $20 part.
0: Okay, because the uh, the air conditioning specialist that we took it to was quoting us like $800 in labor and said he was going to have to take the dash apart to do it, which is why um, it just I, it I, never got done.
2: Well, I replaced the actuator. Oh, shaky
1: dogs. Is, Check that off your list. Yeah. Oh, the actuator yeah, list
2: is right on the bottom. Like you pull the, the panel off the bottom of the HVAC system and the inside oh, of the car, oh. which is two screws. And then there's the HVAC, the, the blend or actuator, which is two screws and one plug, and it comes right off, and you put the new one on. I, I don't know if it works it yet, because I don't like have it. the new air conditioning belt or tensioner, because Mental gave it to me with an air conditioning belt that was just broken and hanging off of the compressor. and saying, I don't know why the AC doesn't work. And so <laughs> there's that. Well, we, we think uh,
0: that's why the rear AC stopped working, because that's how I think he was driving it with the, yep. with the rear AC on So
2: all that's left now is the windshield. Figure out why the airbag light is on, which I can't do until it runs again, but I need the spark plugs to come in, which are tomorrow, to put those in to get it to run again. Uh, and then uh, all the fluids. And then also the front steering was super, super janky. The idler and pitman arms were totally worn out. There was a ton of slop in the steering. So I've got a new idler and pitman arms, but I don't want to put them on. So I'm going to punt on those and have a local shop do it and then have them align it. So uh, th- that and the fluid's... And this is like a new truck at this point. so.
4: Well, a new 200,000-mile GM.
2: Which works great, actually. Everything yeah. runs great. The, I can't believe it ran as well as it did with the potentially 200,000-mile spark plugs I pulled out of. Because they were AC Delco-branded NGKs, and the gap was so big, you could fit you know, the end of the spark plug that it arcs to. You could fit that in the gap on the other ones.
0: I think, uh, actually, How? those those are probably 100,000-mile plugs because the dealer we bought that from had done all the service on it. And they probably put AC Delcos in there when okay. Tanya and her mom yep. used to get a service. So, really, I'm just lazy.
2: Hey, so, you know what? It ran pretty great, actually, for what for the plugs having a gap like a, a, as big as David a whale.
4: <laughs> let, let, let me ask a question because I'm not sure about this. When you buy a brand-new car... When do you change the plugs? Because I have 160,000 miles of the plugs in the three and no thought about changing them. You're at, at, least, all 60,
2: you're at least 60 overdue. Even, even Iridium's only last 100.
4: So do you and change them
1: or do you just hard. like. They're not hard. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes.
2: They're not hard at all.
1: They're not oh. that hard. No. I did them in like 10 minutes last oh, a couple. Sure. Of, the last Hard. I'm they're sure they're not hard. Lazy. Well,
2: Mazda on the, the non sky active motors, Mazda specifies 75,000 miles.
4: Oh. Well, this is the sky active,
1: so. Uh-huh. Well, it still should have done it in a minute. 100,000 100, um, Also, mistakes.
2: Max, yeah.
1: So the truck needs a bath. Snowflake needs a bath. Oh, yeah. Uh, totally. She, I, it, told... that,
0: I'm annoyed about that because it was clean.
1: Oh, no, no. And then, oh, no, no. The no,
0: purple no. birds got it needs, into it. An,
1: in, an inside okay. bath. Oh, yeah. I have, I have dogs. Uh, That's so, a dog
0: holler. Oh, yeah.
1: So I, um, when I was power washing, which we'll get to, I power washed all of the floor mats because they were <laughs> gross. So we yeah, laid dogs, them out they, on they they the garage, on the driveway. We can hear yeah. you. I'm, they are much better sad, now. Nikki's over here going,
0: it's a janky car. It's a janky car. it was a janky car. And I'm like, yeah, they, they, we know that, honey. That's why they're saying it was a janky car. Oh, they're <laughs> not complaining.
4: <laughs> yeah, they're not oh, complaining. No. They're not oh, complaining, no. not complaining oh, no. at all. <laughs> Part of the way that you bond with a new vehicle is...
0: that uh, You know what? That is off. true. Like Your initial de-jankification of anything you buy, even if you're never going to you know, give it any love again, yeah, that's a bonding experience. You're right.
2: The thing is, I don't want to bond with this. I want it out of my damn driveway, but I want it fixed enough that Chrissy's mom doesn't ever tell me it's broken. Well, that's what I want. Right.
3: True.
4: Well, I'm, okay. I'm going to jump on the power washing and talk no. to my story. If you're, yeah, you're done I'm, I'm
2: basically done. I ran a five k. You, you,
0: you guys are, you, yeah. Say because now Chrissy cut into Chris, but Chrissy was into her story. But it is Jeff's turn. Sorry. I don't know how this all I'll works. I'll just say I, I ran
2: a five k, oh, yeah. and I am not as fast as the fastest woman in the race that we, we did. Okay, but I oh run
0: five well. k's all the time. I'm never as fast as the fastest woman. Why would you think that you're as fast as the fastest woman? Because usually I run right next to her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Jeff, go so, ahead. What do you? What are you? So doing? wait a minute. Did the? the, 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 the does the fastest woman have the uh, same address as you? We'll, we'll get, wait get there. To so we'll,
1: we'll talk about this soon. So Jeff, talk about your power washing. Well, okay. So um,
4: my wife thinks that things that she sees in the world are easy to do. So she said, how come you never like trim the lawn, like string trim it? You're like rah, weed whack. And I'm like, because yeah, it's a, because it's a pain in the ass. It is absolutely not. And my not. weed whacker is terrible. And I, who cares? I just. Don't I would have. Care. I would have
0: given you a weed whacker too. You almost oh, ended yeah, up. If you buy you, a good weed one. whacker. Yeah. Much better. So, so you almost ended up with a said, new lawnmower.
4: If y'all shut up for a minute, and bury burying my story. <laughs> so she said, "If you buy a weed whacker that I can start, I'll do the weed whacking every time you mow." I said, "Done. Battery operated weed whacker. Bam." So uh, on Saturday, we were, I, I was showing her how to use it and showing her like where the battery goes and how to do it and everything. And then I pulled out the power washer because we had like all the growth between the the street and the curb. And I just like blasted that out with the power washer. And then I power washed the house and, and, and Jed goes, uh, aren't you going to work on the car? And I said, yeah, well, Jim's coming over and I'm going to wait till he gets here. So um, then... Job just became job, just became job, just became job, because my brother never showed up. And did he? I Probably because up... he had a
0: flat tire. You know, if he's yeah, on his way to your place, he needs a tire change.
4: So we just we did an epic garage cleaning weekend. It took two full days. We pulled everything out, including the stuff we haven't touched since moving in. We rearranged the workshop. Since I moved in five years ago, inherited a workbench, a small snap-on cabinet full of snap-on tools, buckets of other stuff, a a, a drill press, all from my grandfather who taught me how to wrench. So my garage had been, like, unusable. Yes, yes, it had. I got rid of all a ton of stuff. I threw out years of grassroots motorsports and car and driver magazines. I got the gas stove to the front so we can get it installed. And it's like a new place. I still have plenty to do. It's not can, done. Can Is your you garage use it now? usable? Yes, that's the uh, question. What's usable? Working in it or parking a car in it? Working in it.
1: Oh working in it.
4: Yeah, working in it, definitely. Yeah. Cool.
1: Because cool. well, I
0: mean,
4: it used to be
1: just a tunnel.
4: Can, yeah, you right. can walk from the front door to the back door with your arms out.
1: Okay, now, now it, we're it used to be a
2: meandering tab. Like like, careful where you step and don't touch that because it's holding up all those other things. No,
4: and... no, nope, nope, <laughs> no. It's totally, you can actually get to everything. You can see everything. There are still some giant buckets that need to go through. And, and like, race stuff needs to go in a trailer. And other, other stuff needs to go here. And, you know, stuff like that. And, But, yeah. Other than
2: that, it's it's ready. It's done. Also, once you start pressure washing, it's really hard to stop because then you keep so finding true. more
4: things. to Well, that's a wash. I did the Chrissy, Chrissy was, was slapping her really?
0: arms when she did that when we were up there for the work weekend. Yeah, she was like, you know, I I need to power wash more, and I was goading her by pointing out how dirty the <laughs> sidewalk in front of the house was. No, I
1: know. Mean, <laughs> I was like, no, I have to do everything. I was like, I I actually said, and I can jump in if Jeff, if you're done, I'll jump right, into yeah, my story. But- um, but I was power washing this weekend too, and at some point I look up and back up at the house and say, "Chris, we should just power wash the house." And Chris is like, "I've done it before. We're not going to start it." And I'm like, "But, but please, please." please. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> I did I did two, two sides. Okay, I so, did the front and the, the terrible side.
1: Uh, so. And so the last time I power washed uh, in the fall I guess it was um I did the backyard or the back side of the house which needed it and that was great, but now I want to do the front of it and uh, cuz we have the which has plaster out the front. Um I wanted to do that and he said no. So, we'll,
2: we'll cuz I know how hard it is cuz you're standing on an extension ladder 25 feet in the air to do it. And um, it, yeah, it takes a while. Guys,
4: well,
1: anyway. and it it wants
4: to push you off the, the ladder. Yeah. So I way.
1: mean, I just wanted to see the front of the house clean. I don't, I don't want to actually do it. But by then, I was already filthy, <laughs> soaking wet. Um, and I was like, why not, why not just keep washing? That's really what it comes down to. All right. Anyway, so while Chris was uh, flying and driving across the United States, I kept myself busy. I was washing and detailing cars. I also did some um, race prep uh, for – I did some cooking, which I forgot to men- mention here. Uh. And then, then I also uh on Sunday power washed the BMW which was so satisfying. We washed inside and outside. We um did a whole uh, we, we drilled uh holes in the floor so we could, could wash all of the inside which was pretty awesome.
2: Drainage <laughs> is important. Drainage.
1: Yeah, but really when we came back because of of all the rain from uh at pit race, the car was really filthy so we really cleaned it inside out. We and it was cuz I um, actually
0: I didn't power wash it but I'd wiped down the inside at pit race when I was doing the windows.
1: Oh, that's gross!
0: So that, that's all pit race slime.
1: Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why we cleaned it. Um, and so then, and every night this week has been something. So uh, last night, at, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead.
2: I almost forgot. I did a full nut and bolt on everything on the BMW and changed the oil too. So
1: that yeah. sounds kind of dirty. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh last night i uh if you saw on Facebook or not i uh we decided to run a five k We really just it's we were gonna run a five we k we're gonna run more than five k because it's Wednesday, and we usually do a long run on Wednesday, so we were gonna run anyway, but I said, okay, let's sign up for this. The benefit was for the library, which I am on the board, so I decided, well, we're just gonna sign up for this and uh and then, at our favorite restaurant, you get uh free beer and if you buy some food, so we said we're just gonna get beer and Dinner there, and that sounds great. So uh, we ran it, and we did pretty well. We were definitely not the fastest we could run at all, uh, but it was just kind of a you know fine. It was faster than we would have run, and uh, and here when I when we I decided to sprint the last what couple tenths, um, just because, and I wanted to get in front of this guy. So I we were sprinting, and I was uh, over the finish line, and this lady was like, "Oh, first lady across! Congratulations!" And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so i I won for the ladies division um Proper. i won't even tell you. nice i won't even tell you how far back from the first man who was like you know five minutes or something stupid um it was a little bit more than that but it was still really far away but it really like it was, it was just a casual wednesday night run for us so uh we did pretty well yes uh Chris mentioned that he was not as fast as the fastest woman,
4: so he was behind you. Did you, like, ditch him? Did you be like, I'm going fast? And he was like, yeah, see ya. Uh,
1: only in the last, uh, the last two, like, two tenths. Minute, yeah, tenths, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I, I sprinted the rest or, of it. But... Or
4: did he try and keep up and not able to keep oh, up? Yeah. That's what I'm well, trying to figure out.
1: Both. Both. I am faster, if that's what you're trying to get at. I, 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 I'm well, trying to decide if he just said,
4: nah, I ain't trying. Or oh, if
1: you
0: I try. try, I tried pretty well, but she's still faster. I, I just yeah, like 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 a little bit of taunting. She throws up to two fingers, deuces, loser. I'm out. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs>
1: I didn't have the deuces, but I did that anyway. So I just ran away, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta go." So anyway, so yeah, cool. Uh, I won the uh, the ladies. That was awesome. Did you um, get okay, or I, did, nice. I, did, I got a medal and some money, which was random. Whoa, and, whoa, uh, money and a, and a. And a Free beer and a fantastic dinner. So it was awesome. Yeah, so what a, nice. what a great Wednesday night. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was my that's what I'm working on. But I have a message from my mother. Chrissy's mom says, uh, mental, thank you for Snowflake. And v- she hold said hold to on, everybody, Vicky's
0: right here. Vicky, Chrissy's mom says thank you for her truck.
1: Thank oh, you for Snowflake. Well, At-
0: she says you're welcome. <laughs>
1: Okay, and then she said to everybody else, have Memorial Day, don't drink too much, and don't forget your sunscreen. So that's for my mother. Uh, let's, let's just say oh, hi hi to Chrissy's
4: mom right now you since it's do here. That.
1: Hi, Chrissy's mom.
4: Hello, Chris. Thanks hi. for the encouragement.
1: Okay, Mental because
4: <laughs> we, uh... uh, we know what mental's been doing right we've been well, following well, us on instagram don't tell us yeah.
1: here
0: yes and so yeah obviously i'm moving thursday and friday of last week were packing and uh moving days and then everything that wasn't packed got thrown into the rv and we uh we then friday was actually my last day working at Atlanta motorsports park thursday night i got a call from the uh trevor the uh motorsports manager And he said, hey, could you just work this event for me? It was a member appreciation event. And what they did is they fired up the skid pad, and then they uh, wanted an autocross, and members could come bring their own cars. And then they had the track open, and they were doing it in a pursuit format. So they would send a a rabbit out, and then one of the members could go out there and see if they could catch him. And that was a lot of fun. And I had not done an autocross since 2014. I had not set up an autocross in easily 10 years. Uh, but I set this one up and I was mean about it. So I set up an evenly paced set of slaloms and then a 180 turn to get them back, pointed back in the opposite direction. And I set gates up and I counted them off uh, one step shorter every time. So it went 13, 12, 11, 10, 9. And at 9, I realized that the, the car almost physically couldn't make it through. Then I set up a keyhole box and then had them stop in a box. And it was actually really funny. And the owner of Discovery Parts right up until the last 20 minutes we were running had the fastest time in his Nissan Leaf. Nice! <laughs> nice. And he, awesome. and he was course. he was working it too. Yeah, exactly. As he would come out of the last bit, we had just an acceleration lane, and you had to stop precisely in a stop box without knocking over the cones. And he was smoking the tires, the 500 treadwares you know, all seasons, as he came out of that final 180, and he was getting cheers for everybody up on the balcony atlanta motorsports park it was actually a lot of fun so that was the last time i did that and then i literally uh hopped in the truck drove fed the dogs and picked chris up at the airport and then uh for folks that are listening in the atlanta area we i took him to the vortex down in little five points you know so uh that was why it was the weird part of town and uh, chris walked in and said i don't feel like i'm cool enough to be in here and I offered him my glasses so he would, uh, you know, fit in, but it didn't work. But yeah. uh, it worked out well, and it was a, it, it was a good burger. I, I and I'm going to miss the vortex. It was a, that was a, actually a mm-hmm. good time. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, um, I'm not really hungry, but I'm going to eat all of this." <laughs> and so that was why we got in so late. And then we all turned on Saturday. I drove up to Asheville to see my brother before we headed out. We had rented a car because, well, we, we sold ours. And the other one was loaded up and full of crap, and Vicky just didn't want to ride in the Volvo all the way to Asheville. So Vicky had rented a just a, uh, I think we got an intermediate like Volkswagen Jetta or similar. She shows up at the uh, rental counter, and their computer system had hiccups sometime over the night, and there were nine reservations that they didn't have cars for, and this poor guy had to show up at eight o'clock in the morning. And realize that he had to call everyone and tell them that they their cars weren't ready and all of this horrible stuff. And, of course, everyone's yelling at him and calling him names. And Vicky's just standing there being Vicky. And he's kind of chuckling because our car actually wasn't – it was supposed to be back at 8. It wasn't back yet. It was going to come in at 11. And she's like, you know, it's fine. No problem. Don't worry about it. And they're talking. They had the new Ford uh, Transits, the 150 Transits, and he said, yeah, "Well, you know, you know," he said, one. "Well, no, well, the it, the full size the full size van, yeah, but you know, the the Turkish built ones." Yeah. And
2: uh, no, the little ones are the Turkish, which are the Transit Connects, which are four cylinder front drive little yes, things. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, These things are like the, the, the actual the actual Transits are the replacement for the Econoline,
0: right? And they're 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 still European based. Um, yeah. It, but anyway, so uh, and he said, "Well, I, I could give you a van." And she said, "Honestly, if that's what you got, I'll take it." But you know, is it longer than a suburban? Because I'm used to driving a suburban. And he kind of looks up and says, "Do you want a suburban?" And she says, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, I, I had a cancellation. I've got a I've got a 2019 suburban uh, out there." And she goes. Well, I can't really afford that. He goes, No, no, no. I'll give it to you for the rate for the intermediate car, which was like yeah. 80 dollars for the weekend. So Vicky was tooling around in a twenty nineteen suburban and it's mechanically the same truck, you know. They they've made a few upgrades and I think the transmission's a little bit better, but God, that's just a good truck. And we drove that to Asheville, North Carolina. It was great. Almost got nineteen miles per gallon in that one.
4: Was that like a five three? Yeah,
2: five they're three all
4: five yeah, the 5.3 supposedly gets excellent mileage. Yeah, A
0: lot better than the 6 liter.
2: Well,
4: it is <laughs> for sure. It's
0: 8.1. So enough, I guess we've burned too much crap with me talking about rental cars. We should probably move on to
4: News and Notes Time! It's a little old because it was last Monday, Monday the 20th, but a <laughs> Formula One legend Nicky Lauda died at the age of 70. Uh, if you don't know, he's Formula One Drivers' Champion 75, 77, with Ferrari, 84 with McLaren. Uh, he Eight months ago, he underwent a lung transplant, and uh, fire didn't kill him, crashes didn't kill him, but I guess uh, James Hunt didn't did. kill him. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever watched, uh, uh, was that Formula Rush. One movie Rush, Rush. Rush. Rush? Uh, yeah, he's that guy. So uh, even if you know nothing about Formula One, put tit- pour out some, uh, I don't know, synthetic, what do they put in Formula One? No idea.
0: Oil. Unicorn
4: tears. Pour some out. Yeah. Yeah, really. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, I guess I'll go. Oh, Indy. Oh, says India- yes. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Indy is this weekend, uh, so I'm going to come back with women in motorsports because we've got a woman running in Indy, and I am super excited about it. So Pippa um, Pippa Mann made the Indy qual- qualifying, so her first run, uh, first and only run qualifying setter towards the back of the field, she made it. Uh, last year, she didn't qualify. I was watching her Facebook all year and she is uh, training and like all kinds of workouts and and all the stuff that she did to make herself better. And she's in a different car this year. So uh, she's 35, which I was like, oh, that's how old I am. Uh, I guess I'm not going to. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Are you feeling old? Yeah no i'm just disappointed that she's an indy and i'm not and uh, <clears throat> that's because you're not driving <laughs> that's because
0: you're not driving aggressively enough at track days when uh, the formula one scouts are there
1: uh yeah, true. you need to you need Duh, to be flat okay.
0: out that's how you drive all the time uh i did see it that there was some concern about her getting bumped because
1: the Hold guy oh, am sorry come on what do you, do you read the notes
2: so you can check off. Someone skips over Chrissy. <laughs>
0: no, I was oh, I was adding to Chrissy. Keep talking. I not add something. to my
1: story. I did all this research for it. Okay. So she is in the Klaus and Marshall rave, uh, Racing Drive-In to Save Lives. Uh, she qualified at a 1227 in the afternoon with a four-lap average of 207.24 miles an hour. 227. That's a lot. Yes. Okay. Yep. Keep I going. just feel like okay that's fine. Do you have something in the middle? Of this? No no, I get no. to the end of it. Well, I okay. So the they were
0: saying put... that the, the the guys last year would have gotten bumped uh with the, as fast as everybody's running this year.
1: Yes. So the average put her in 17th position at the time. Track got colder, cars got faster. They kept so she went early and everybody else after her went. The track got better and so that's why she was really close to getting bumped. So she went the the place that she got locked in. Then she almost got pumped out because everybody was going faster. Her. So I didn't realize how that worked, and uh, and I can only imagine standing there. You can't do anything about it because you've done what you could, but everybody else is getting yeah. faster.
0: And that, she, that, that, that time to she, if
1: you're gonna get faster or not.
0: Yeah, and that time she qualified would have put her like eighth last year. Like right yeah. now, like you know after everything, yeah. So the whole field's gotten really really fast. The fact that she's still in shows that she has really put in the work.
4: Uh, Chrissy, don't feel bad about not qualifying for uh, the Indy 500. Uh, neither did McLaren and Fernando Alonso. That's true. Yeah. So, uh,
1: like, yes, the that, that one of the big story. Is, like, yes, all right. week long. I know. I know. I'm, I'm so excited, and I'm going to make the time to watch. I don't even know what we have planned for Sunday, but I'm going to make the time because I want to see. Uh, want well. to see it?
4: Ooh. This Ooh. goes right into what I put up. This is the best day in motorsports this Sunday. Um 9 a.m. Are those Monaco, East Are those Formula East Coast times? Because you're gonna have I, to start
0: qualifying that.
4: I believe so. These are East Coast times.
1: That's all uh, we care about, actually. So you noon just have to do
4: that. <laughs> <laughs> noon on Sunday, the Indy 500 on NBC. Six o'clock, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Coca-Cola 600 in Fox. Two out of three of them are very interesting.
2: And there's also other things like,
1: yeah, like so many.
2: E and... yeah um there's uh, german,
1: german touring, touring car. car
0: racing there's yeah a german touring cars yeah awesome. cars,
2: british touring cars like you've got all kinds of
1: oh, cool. stuff Oh, good we can watch the replay at 7:30 to 11 uh, for Indy so That's good, good.
2: so oh, Vicky wanna watch all of it cuz they just go
0: around circles So Vicky's on a bunch of Facebook groups where about you know what's cool in Las Vegas and I asked her to put up there where's the best place to watch the Indy 500 and we got a lot of really good suggestions. Uh, one of the first responses, oh, this place called The Garage. And Vicky being Vicky, immediately goes and researches it. It's a gay bar. Uh, so, but uh, there is a it's a, it's a booking bar because it's Las Vegas. And they're like, oh, yeah, they'll have three televisions on this, watching the Indy 500 and redoing the odds. So that's my plan on Sunday is to plant myself early in the morning in this bar and just watch all of this. Cool, cool. Nice.
2: And speaking of, racing, Lucky Dog is going to be at Utah's Motorsports Campus this weekend too for the Salty Dog Sprint Dural. It's all part of the track's third annual Cruiser Palooza event. That's their car show. There's music, food trucks, go karting till midnight. What burnout contest, swap meet, woof woof, vendors, out. kids zone. Yep, <laughs> spectators are free. Family fun for everybody. It's a tournament format. They're running three different track configurations: full east and west. Four different race lengths with enduro, mini enduro, and sprints. You get points for by class for your finishing order for each of the races. So who knows who's going to win? Because there's so many ways you could do this. Twenty-four hours of total track time, including Friday's testing. This sounds like a fantastic event. And I've heard Utah Sports Campus is a wonderful, wonderful track. Even setting so, Spank told me it's like you'd accidentally drop a piece of paper, and someone like before you could turn around to pick it up, someone was coming behind you with a brush and dustpan and had already picked it up for you. Yes. So, that kind of place and don't forget dog stock jamboree august 7th or august 9th through 11th at shasta lake resort it's like a race but without the cars it's all the fun part of talking to the people and eating food and doing that stuff and with water sports so that's fun so do that go register they're nice people
4: nice AER was at NJMP last weekend. Saturday saw Random Vandals Racing take the first, with Rogue Racing and Stoner Car Care three laps back, and Hitman Racing five laps back for the top... Bought on Saturday. Sunday, it was Blue by U Racing, who also set uh, FTD. They've won a bunch of AER races this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FTD was 128.947 on Thunderbolt. Four laps back was Rogue Racing Stoner Car Care. Uh, well rounded out the podium was the leader. Uh, and then Matt Connolly, who has the great name of his team, was seventh on Saturday, uh, fifth on Saturday, but second in class both days. Don't Panic Keystone Cops and Cardorks were 21, 22, and 23, while Rally Baby was 23rd on Sunday. Cardworks no, was 32nd. They were 32nd. Sorry, 32nd. I'm watching you all type. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I have something to say about that block down there, so stop typing. <laughs> Sunday Cardworks. With seventh, Keystone and Rally Baby were 23 and 24. Autoworks took first in class on Saturday and second on Sunday. And I just wanted to mention that AER might still be having some trouble filling up their car counts as they have been spamming every single uh facebook group on the planet trying to get people to sign up for vir so i don't know what their car count is i don't know what's going on i don't know what weekend that is but i can say that everywhere out there they are just begging for people to sign up for aer so Hmm. uh i
1: don't know and and on a different note uh lemons it was actually turned some of our friends away because they were full Saying about these two series.
2: Anyway, for Dong um, track too. It's not even a good.
1: Seriously. Track. <laughs> okay, so we're moving but on. It's, uh, it's VIR, New Jersey or Win. So yeah, whatever. So what? it's not what VIR
4: is the one they're having trouble film
1: Yeah,
2: you know, but I'm saying that's you should be able to fill VIR because it's VIR, yeah,
4: yeah, right. Except if
2: you are filling the dong track in New Jersey that no one actually likes and having a wait list and turning people away, then obviously something's going better.
0: We we already know it's gonna be crappy parking,
1: okay? Stop interrupting me, okay? Santiago (laughs) was at the Southern Ohio Forest Rally in Chillicothe. According to his Instagram, Insta- what you gotta love the everyone racer bump, and yes, you do because he won <laughs> limited two wheel drive. Way to go!
4: What? That's awesome. Know, right? Let's see if I can play something on the trombone triumphant.
1: Oh, that was pretty. I think that was that
0: was that was very triumphant. <laughs> I I feel motivated.
1: That was great. <laughs> no idea. There you go. That. So. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Highlights include the Whitmiller uh Whit E30 ripping a brake line and pulling a page from our Rolls Royce handbook just at clamping off the line. Oh, that's always good. Um, nice. Except our rolls had many other lines to be able to work with. Anyway, uh, there's some timing protests, but Santiago said my awesome driver RJ was made sure we got our time back. More, more drives, 28 cars could not finish, and that included all of our all of the fast and top cars in, uh, in for. But the end result was the normally uh, normally aspirated boring, boring. Subaru boring. took took the overall. Uh, he mentions that a Honda Passport built by the HPD crew was uh, stock except for their safety items. Congrats.
4: That's got to be pretty cool. Ripping around in the woods with a
1: bone stock
4: Honda Passport.
0: Yeah, it Honda's yeah. been doing some cool stuff like that. They've got that minivan that's going back. It's doing the grid lifetime attack this year and it's also been done by the HPD folks. So, hey, cool. they,
2: support, they support grassroots racers. Like, I've got the HPD subscription. It was really easy to get. And that full access to their tech library has been I mean, hugely valuable when you're doing weird things with their cars. So, plus, you get all the parts at job or prices.
0: Uh, yes, absolutely. So, we've got some upcoming. What you got, Jeff?
4: I was going to say uh, if you all could rally a Honda and you had the entire catalog to pull from, what would you pick? Ooh. Passport sounds like a terrible choice. Like, I think I'd rather an old Element. I think that might even rally better. I'd, I'd
2: say know. an HRV. Elements had, Element's had weird chassis flex issues. Um, I'm going to say a, an EK Civic with a K swap from a CRV and all wheel drive.
1: Oh, Duh.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Duh. HRV. I think the HRV would be fun.
3: Okay. I'd go a Let's CRV
2: because it's K swap, all wheel drive, decent suspension, good yeah. travel. power, manual transmission, Uh, much different chassis in the
0: element. I see. We're all wrong. We should all do it in a new NSX. True.
4: Upcoming races. Who's got one?
0: So, Champ Car is going to be at the Glen this weekend. 109 cars. 32 of those are BMWs. Boring. Boring. 12 Vietta, 17 Honda, 7 P cars, and a PT Cruiser Turbo. Nice.
2: And the good cars, um, baltimoreans they've been up front before. We like them a lot. Um, Matt Connolly Motorsports, and somehow Team Sa- Saline, Solon, I don't know how you say it. They're the hot dog guys who are pro racers. Um, they have a 2011 Cayman and made the points cut somehow hey, because they're pros and they said they could. Um, we're guessing they're Outlaw Glass running for track time. Uh, Salem also has mustard, ketchup, charcoal, three of RX 7s, and there's the Biohazard MR2s that Bill Strong likes.
4: Awesome. Tuttle Motorsports, Tuttle Motorsports, has their non-DSM-powered DSM uh, that's usually finishes well or they blow up because it still has some DSM in it. And there's a 97 Neon not campaigned by John Artman. That's pretty cool. And that PT Cruiser, so much is bad as awesome. Uh, Dead Pedal is back with their Maserati turbo that Excellent. finished very strongly.
1: What was that, like three, four months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So all right. So I've got some funny ones. Team sticky lifters and Oh we team... got that. I know we do <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what kind of car they're in. Uh a team tidy whitey because tidy whiteys are always funny. And uh the world class motorsports livers. What's going on? Well um I'm adjusting my computer. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Um, there's another one called Huge Ass. H U. It's Jazz. Huge Ass. <laughs> huge Ass. Okay. Hello, dipstick Mr. Racers. Jazz. Uh, dipstick Racers, a delightful pun on John Player Specials. Player Special. And finally, Wilson Daily Racing. Your name's boring. I was like, what is it? What? Your name's boring. <laughs> yeah. as boring
2: as Matt Conley Motorsports. Yeah,
1: uh, we'd $3. already had the Matt Connolly joke. for that one. Yep. I
0: know. So, Lemons is also at Thunderhill, and our host number five has gotten us the entries list, and it is also big, but we're going to do our best. 106 cars, 18 of those are BMWs. Boring! Boring. 10 Miata's, 8 Honda's, 5P cars, and an IS300, so check off that $500 uh, car my ass on your bingo card.
2: Yeah, you know, I'd buy it. I see enough of them on Craigslist for sub three thousand that i bet you find a salvage title one that's rough and doesn't pass smog in california and you sell a couple of weird things off it and then you can open the hood still and go two JZ. no shit
4: <laughs> I, I just figured all of the really cheap ones with running 2 JZs are probably yurked for someone yeah. to put it into something better
2: or someone drifted it into something the quarter panel's all screwed up but that yeah. that's why you buy it right Anyway, lots of good stuff, as always, on the West Coast. Bernal Dads and Tetanus Onset, both rocking Volvos. Except uh, Tetanus uh, Onsets is much cooler. It's a Volvo 544 <laughs> car. It's amazing. Um, Petty Cash and uh, Herve- Cerveza, Hellish Shitty, uh, all all are going to do well. Now, from Eric, he said the Sopranos Toyota Corona now has a Supra engine. That's a 67 Corona, like Toyota's first car. Wow, here. really? So that's cool, yep. Uh, That's a car we was supposed to be at Sonoma last year, but literally a tree fell on the garage when they were working on it. So minor setback. Uh, There are a lot of veteran teams out there that are going to do well, too.
4: Yeah, uh, Eric Rude actually gave me a whole list of uh, veteran cars because I thought this was pretty cool and pretty impressive. Uh, He thinks it is the 47th Lemons race for Eyesore's Miata. And they've run probably 5 or 10 in another series. So easily the crap can with the most miles on it on the planet right now. Yeah, totally. That's crazy. Uh, Tired Iron Racing will be there uh, with number 40 in their Miata. Black Flags have 39 races on their 83 Supra. That's a lot. Yeah. 40 in the Miata and 39 in the Supra. 83 Supra. Dang. So anyway, Road Race Jones replaced their chassis but their two centras will be on race number forty-one. Three O Two Powered Hit and Run RX Seven team were on race number forty. Granted, different chassis. And Jim vesti's car, boring BMW, used to be the Caffeine Unlimited car. It ran in the shit show Reno Fernie race in two thousand and nine. Exactly ten years ago this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a fun list.
4: That yeah. was good. okay.
1: So I got some funny ones funny ones, the Daewoo Tang Clan. Love that Daewoo name. Tang yep, <laughs> in a Daewoo Laganza. Uh, the Blue Man Coupe in a uh, Porsche 944, as well as the uh, Motor Fokker Race Motorsports, which I think they've been around before. Uh, whose great idea was this? Yet another uh, shitty E30. That's awesome. Yet another shitty E30. No, no <laughs> hell shit anymore. Sorry. Uh, Jay Leno crashed my Hyundai. Sport, uh, sponsored by Gecko. Uh, uh, there's more. Uh, run what you brung until you get caught because you know damn well you've been cheating. That's all one, That's I think. all one team. <laughs> all That's one all one team. team. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, B team, just plain stupid. You mad bro, all one word. Safety for third, I'll be back in their Kim John alone. And personal note, cramp can, mixed tape, date club, not running a Corrado, but but a Beetle. Interesting. Oh, a Beetle.
4: I I, I don't know whether what's worse, Beetle or Corrado.
0: Beetle's been
2: done, you know. Doesn't matter. It's still terrible.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Fair (laughs) enough.
0: You know, on the subject of cars that aren't terrible, supercars, racetracks, glory, Folks, you know the drill. We talk about it every week. It's a fleet of high-horsepower supercars normally reserved for pop stars and overpaid athletes. Tracks that sometimes you have only read about. Dreamy, blue-eyed instructors like Chris. Hilarious and smart ones like Jeff. Or, yeah, you know, sometimes I'm there. Extreme experience. Folks, they've got a bunch of locations coming up near us, but maybe it'd be more fun to go someplace different. They're going to be at New Hampshire at the end of this month, and then Pittsburgh and Pocono at the same time. Catch them at the Motor City, June 14th through the 16th. You know what? I'll tell you what. Just head over to xxspeed.com, pick the track. Pick the car, wrap it all up, or type it in the code everyone racers, and you're gonna get twenty-five percent off. And that even works at their permanent location down in New Orleans. Extreme experience. It's your turn.
4: Is there a baby in the back? Yeah, thing? Who I was that?
2: Did you have uh, a child,
0: No, Vicky's watching movies on her uh, phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she actually just she just okay. realized, Oh my god, they could hear it. She turned around. What? Oh, we <laughs> <didn't hear> that. <laughs> That's what happens okay. when I get the good microphone out.
1: Okay. So uh, I posted a picture uh, this weekend of power washing the BMW. So um, if we have to return it, we'll make it cleaner than when we got it. So I asked the internet what they're working on and we got some awesome responses. So Dr. Florida man, Dunny. He said oh you know just having a typical Florida day picked up one owner Buick Roadmaster that's been off the road for five years at a very low price from a dead guy <laughs> then I got some ice cream <laughs> this is, and he showed a picture in his uh rear view of the, the um towing the uh car it's awesome uh Buin, uh, excuse me Bobbin I just put all of her name together I uh, was doing an oil change tire rotation tail light Bulb replacement on the Camry. Topeg is next, and that was just a picture of Uncle Dave doing some of that work. Uh, in the picture of me uh, washing the BMW, Bruce said, "I think we have the wrong crew. care of the car." Totally. Uh, I came totally. back filthy. <laughs> I'm power washing the house, <laughs> so. and, it,
0: and it didn't <laughs> run.
1: <laughs> he's right. So he we... got mad
4: at me when I dropped it off. He's like, I thought you were gonna wash it. Chrissy nope. washed the BMW. <laughs> <laughs> no. no.
1: I didn't, know that, I didn't even think about that was going to start a fight. I was like, well, borrowed car. We should wash it. And then well, of <laughs> Chris, when Chris was going to work on it, we decided we should just wash it. So uh, I apologize, Bruce. So uh, Aaron said he helped a buddy get to victory lane yesterday, today, pizza. And he helped uh, Neil Rutt's family uh, for a win. Phil Ellinger was running their 44-year-old AMC alongside $200,000 uh, quote-unquote real race car. And JMP, uh, they yeah, had a corner. Phil. It out go. there. So it I don't think it did so well or they only ran it in testing or something like that. But um and then Ron was doing a rear main seal getting ready for the Dong track. Boom. Awesome. Chris
4: Egan along Wait, 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 with wait, Argy- wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, I'm sorry. Which Chris Egan? Young Chris Egan. Okay.
4: You, if I say Chris Egan, you can check it off. <laughs> yeah. Same guy. So, yeah. Chris Egan, uh, not only was he arguing about, not arguing, discussing Game of Thrones with me on the internet all week long, but he was uh, diving into his ECU stuff for his sob. He's trying to get that thing to run, I guess. Uh, he says his bench cables work. But the ODB adapter does not. So he couldn't pull the files from the race car for cloning onto a spare ECU. So that thing looks stock, but he's got something special going on in the software there. From the Insta, what? Garage Heroes gave us an update, and here's what they said they're working on. They called it Divide and Conquer. Alan is working on the Capri, maybe. showed a picture of the axle. Bill is well, on the spider Al- thing? Alan texted
2: me questions today on stuff. He sent me oh. pictures of the, oh, the fuel cell and said, So I've got a return, a feed, and event. I guess I need a return. How do I do that? So, all right, well, we got to pull the plate off and drill a hole and put a bulkhead and run the lines. He's like, Okay, great. And while I'm looking at the picture, I notice the fill on the Caprice cell that Prompt Critical put on. It's a plumbing pvc black rubber oh (laughs) yeah like no like the like the four dollar two inch pvc black like rubber hose clampy thing and i said alan that's a that's like a hardware store thing that has no business being there he said oh yeah okay i'll take care of that (laughs) Now,
4: now shoot do we think Prompt Critical put that on there? or Do we think Alan put that on there?
2: No, I think Prompt Critical put that on there because I don't think they have touched that in the one. That was their first race when they ran the Capri. I don't think they touched a damn thing on that. So
4: I'm just saying, Alan has touched it a lot.
2: Not the not the cell. That's to just going right, right. Yeah, he did he's it? Doing a fun thing too. He, he cut the trans tunnel and part of the firewall out of the Camaro and cut a similar thing out of the Capri to get a, the tunnel big enough to fit. the I, the I Camaro saw that. I already shit. saw him
4: saying that. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, well, sorry. Bill was working on the spider stang, so I'm sure nothing got fixed there, or at least nothing got fixed, right? That car uh, is
2: so broken. No, oh, very.
4: There. Liam so and Vicky were working on the ombre brake repairs. I'm not scared, because I'm not driving it. Uh, They're also were working on the control arms and cooling. NGMP is coming fast, and they know it. Yep. Yep.
0: I was actually just on that show, and uh, they were talking about uh, that it's they're they're and it's Allen still being Allen. They're they're falling into the trap of now they're making slight modifications, and those modifications never exist in a vacuum. So they put that front end arrow on there, and that's when they started realizing, oh, our brakes are starting to overheat, and you know, so now they're starting to see the second and third order effects of the modifications that they're making to the car yeah and so and alan alan is like this is eight. great <laughs> so
2: for eight years we ran those brakes on that truck or a variant of and never ever had a brake problem
4: we had a boat on it and never really <laughs> <worked>. yeah <laughs>
0: So, I don't but again, know. It's, I don't know that's I'm it's part of the, the joy. It's it's part of the joy of you know this is this is this is what you do in a race car. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll bolt the turbo on. I will quickly take the turbo off because it just made the car overheat and run crappy. Now that I will happened. I will properly bolt the turbo on, and True now story. I will rebuild my blowed up engine. And now I'll rebuild my next blowed-up engine. <laughs> and now I'm done wow. with blowed-up engines and I will put wow, a that's,
1: real horsepower. That's Chris's life in a nutshell right there. <laughs>
0: you missed the redesigned cooling
2: system. And oh, yes. Add yeah. <laughs> cool. And then redesigned the aero cool. package. And then, yeah. Okay, let's so, stop rehashings.
4: So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did did uh, mental say a... blown motor in that series? If he did, yeah, I got yeah. bingo. Oh, I, I, I said i
0: said blowed up which is close enough yeah. but yes i got blown
4: close motor up. i got nsx somebody suggested it for the rally Yep. uh oh. mental tells a story that goes nowhere that's kind of like the free space uh, <laughs> Jess, lovely and beautiful wife jen who is doing the weed whacking and sarcasm because that is the free space
2: <laughs> wow. I, I, I was only myself talking about insurance away from bingo for a while now and i was like damn how can
0: i fit that in
1: <laughs> i have two i'm almost to two bingos we'll see, we'll see uh, if all right. it okay, on a side bingos,
0: note watching, watching 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 chrissy do main topic time is actually even more fun than hearing her do this main topic time because she used to get on to us for doing this and now she's even more enthusiastic about it
1: well i just want to keep moving
4: <laughs> all right okay, let's go speaking of keeping moving today 's topic is the road trip. Just keep moving, 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 keep so my is rolling. rolling, keep on moving along. anyway, it's more than, terrible it <laughs> so bad. The reason we're doing this is because uh it's more than just about mental and Chris's trips. Let's talk about what makes a great road trip and everyone can talk about this because we've all been on road trips. But first I want to open with a philosophical statement. Hold on a minute. Let me clear my throat. Okay. There are two kinds of road trip and the I'm going to see and do things road trip. An adventure road trip is like the babe rally or the lemons rally where it's just about getting there. Pain is important Getting there without breaking down is not going to happen. Like that's road trip type A. And then there's also road trip type B, which is the kind where you and the family get in your car and you're actually trying to like do something like move across the country or see the antiques in southern New England and anything like that. So which ones are we talking about? Make sure you mention if your tip or trick is specific. Make sure. Chris, go ahead.
2: I think there's a type C,
4: which oh, is okay. I'm ready.
2: Bonsai never like going as fast as you can, stopping only to pee and eat, and go where you see nothing except the interstate and truck
0: stops.
4: Oh! yes,
0: because yes. I was going to say because sometimes you just have to get someplace. Hmm. Got it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 So, are we talking about those kinds?
2: Probably. Well, it, there there can be tips to make those go better too. Yeah, so, I used to... So uh, well
4: yeah
0: so?
4: I remember uh
0: when I lived in, or I was working in Mississippi and I used to come home to Atlanta every other Oh wait weekend. wait wait
4: wait mental yes, I already checked off mental tells a story that doesn't go anywhere this so. this,
0: this goes to place, <laughs> but I remember i I used to time because it was if I did it right i I could make one gas stop- you know Put the pump in the car, have it filling up, run inside, pee, grab my next drink, be back out just in time as the pump was done, and you could make this trip in a really, really, you know, in a fast time. But then I got a Honda Civic, and I had a really hard time trying to hold my bladder as long as that tank would hold out. And they were just some very painful experiences, but that's the key to a Bonsai road trip is you minimalize your stops.
4: Yeah.
2: Just just like an endurance race. Mm-hmm. You're not rolling, you're not winning. Yes. <laughs>
4: So, all right, yep. uh, mental. Do you want to give some uh, stories on your trip? Since that's how we're going to start it, and then we'll get to the roundy topics. Sure.
0: So, currently, if you listen to this podcast, you know that the wife and I are moving to Las Vegas, and we are doing so in our RV while towing the mighty Volvo wagon in the janky ass uh, half magic trailer.
4: <laughs> Hold on a minute. I got to tear up for a minute. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can't believe he still has a janky He trailer. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Correct. So, uh, and we deliberately made it a point of, I did not want this to be a bonsai trip. Bonsai trips, I would think, and Chris, you can, you can disagree with me on this one. I think those are best done solo.
4: Oh if, yeah,
0: you know if if you're doing mm-hmm. a bonsai trip with a partner, they better be of a like mindset. Otherwise, that's just a miserable, unhappy trip.
2: So uh, I agree on the like mindset. I disagree on necessarily needing to be so. Like Chrissy and I have done lots of bonsai trips, and we are on the same page. And Fair. it happens.
0: That's yes. Right. So, but this one we I, I, I I've made a similar drive to Las Vegas before, and it can be done in a couple of days. But why? And so we're, uh, we deliberately built in a lot of flexibility. Actually, tonight we were supposed to be at Lake Havasu, but last night we stayed up too late and decided, eh, screw it. We're going to sleep in today and then uh, uh, what's halfway between? Ah, Flagstaff. Yeah, it'll be lovely. Incidentally, it's 40 degrees here right now. They just had snow.
4: I was going to say on my uh, Facebook feed, people in Flagstaff are talking about snow. Yeah, it's going to be 28 degrees here tonight. I love Flagstaff. Flagstaff, if you don't know if you've never been there is like, <laughs> excuse me. <My laughs> Flagstaff is really high, like higher than Denver high. So it is gorgeous and it is cool and it is lovely. And one, one of my favorite places in the Southwest. Yeah.
0: So yeah. And, cool. and, so we're, we're driving across and, uh, if you've never done this, folks, you, you really kind of owe it to yourself. Um, and Chris, you've lived out here, and Jeff, you've been out here. It's, you forget how big this nation of ours is. It is a very vast country, the likes of which, and it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. And I remember having these conversations when I was working with people from different countries, and they could never always kind of understand a country that you couldn't be across in a day. And much less just the the geographic and, and environmental diversity that you find driving across. And it's I I, I l- last night we were in uh, or sorry, the night before Wednesday or Tuesday night, we were in Oklahoma. I got to meet up with all my OK buddies. Then we made it to New Mexico. And now we're in Arizona. And Tomorrow we'll be in Las Vegas. And it's just it, it will talk more about it with the exception of the first day, <laughs> which I think. Am I doing just a tip on that or do I tell that story now, Chrissy?
2: Yeah, you tell that now. Yeah, Jeff's got yeah. the
4: tip. <laughs> he, can, he can do it to just a tip if he wants to. I'm all right. It's, not a, it's all good. So let's do it now. Let's do it now because I think it's the most interesting.
0: Driving down the road, got the RV, and the, the RV, with the exception of things I've broken on it, has proven to be quite reliable for the 30,000 miles that it turned today driving. But somewhere uh, on the road from Atlanta to Alabama, we hit something that tucked the exhaust up underneath the RV and RVs are basically built on box truck chassis. So it's all space underneath there. And when it tucked the exhaust up under there, that exhaust had nowhere to go. So it began to melt one of the plastic storage compartments underneath the RV.
4: Like the exhaust tip turned into the the whole pipe. Like the whole, the
0: whole pipe. pipe got crammed up underneath it. Okay, and, and it began to melt the storage box. Inside that storage box was a weed, a leaf, a leaf blower, and an extension cord, and an Easy Up awning that I've had forever. And that's actually where the, that lives. And the, the leaf blower is just really good at campsites when you want to blow off your concrete pad. Sure. Uh, my brother had given me, he's got these little beanie baby goats, and he gave me one of these beanie baby goats, and he wants his goat to go across country. She's got her own Instagram now. She's called uh, Race Cobra. if you want to follow that. And Vicky had tried to get a picture as we were coming across the Alabama line of the Welcome to Alabama sign. She couldn't get it on her phone fast enough, and it was blurry. So we stopped at the rest stop, and this is 50 miles after our last fuel stop. We go. We take the dogs out. We get a good proper picture in front of an Alabama sign and I walk out. And I notice something is like hanging out from underneath the RV. It is now my completely flattened and melted leaf blower. And that's oh, yeah. when I notice. That's when I notice the exhaust has completely melted the box. I reach up. Uh, I get the uh, load leveler uh, prying handle to to get the hitch on there. Pry the, the exhaust pipe falls right down. And haven't had a problem with it since. But I had to pull that entire storage box off. It was still hot and melty while I was doing it. And we, we, we kept all of it. I, got to, I had to send all those pictures to the insurance company. Who hopefully handles this better than your insurance company. Oh, uh, yes. Totally. <laughs>
4: uh, um, so, so what were the chances, if you didn't have this baby goat picture, Alabama sign thing, that the whole mother would have burnt down? I'm going to go with 100%. If
0: we'd have gone because we just filled up and this thing will go 300 miles, even towing a trailer and getting seven miles per gallon, it'll go a 100 miles or 300 miles on a tank and we would have driven it till it ran out of gas. And in this case, we would have driven it until it caught on fire because there was no indication it was all underneath the RV. So I've got no smoke or anything coming out that I could see in the mirrors and nothing in the rear view camera. And even more so, if I'd had a gas leaf blower, that would have been a kaboom. That'd have been done. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we make this joke a lot, but God, you know, uh, God loves fools, drunks in the military.
2: Which
4: Good one thing are you? you're all
0: three. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, all
4: right. so, uh, so I was going to say anything else that you want to talk about the trip? I mean, you're in you're in the best part of town. You've seen your friends. You've seen your uh yep.
0: So we're we're deliberately taking our time on this one. Vicky was very apprehensive about spending five days in a confined space with me and the dogs. But Not a surprise. Yeah, exactly. I she, don't really blame her. Yeah, she's been she's been with me for twenty years. There's there, there's 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 precedent. But we've been stopping. We've been having meals. We've been having fun. Chrissy's got some good points to point out about that. Uh, you know, uh, Vicky's done an excellent job of providing snacks. We've got a nice cooler here between uh, the driver's seat that the dogs are sleeping on, and then we kick the dogs off, off when we want our snacks. We've been stopping at all the goofy roadside attraction nonsense, and we've been staying at really nice RV parks. There was this one. There was the Route 66 Casino uh, just outside of Albuquerque mm-hmm. and the Twin Fountains in Oklahoma City. Twin Fountains is gorgeous. That was really Nice. So, awesome. And then today, uh, right okay. as we started texting about how's right. the show going to work, you happened to catch us as Vicky and I were standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. It was actually such a really fine sight to see because there was, in fact, a flatbed Ford.
4: I think that flatbed Ford like sits there all the time. Yeah. yeah. Because
0: it's a Just park. It's actually a state or like a city park that they made because there was a <laughs> a bar there that burned down that they turned into a park.
4: Right. Nice. Chrissy, awesome.
0: You have important stuff, and it's actually very important
2: stuff.
1: Oh, I, I don't. I was just answering the questions because we are
2: what? What's our next question?
0: Well, no, just the the the, the good copilot thing. Oh. Well, the oh, question. Is
1: the, go ahead. So the question was: talk of what's we're talking about? Women, what makes a good road trip? And I added good copilot. I think that that's what makes a uh, a good road trip. Is that having somebody either figuring out where we need to go or somebody there to talk to, you or when you are done with the podcast, uh, you can't look at your phone because you don't want to text and drive. And if you get tired, hopefully the other person is a good poker. Um, and that's what makes them a good co pilot, not just having somebody in the front seat that just sleeps the whole time or something like that. If you are engaged, which is, you know, sometimes that's necessary, especially if you are on the what did you call it? Bonsai. Bonsai. Right. So if somebody has to sleep, then okay. But if you are a good or you know, and then there's sometimes you just want to take a nap, that's right. if you if it's nighttime, uh, I think a good co pilot stays up with you. So that was my suggestion. Yeah, totally. Snacks. Uh snacks. Snacks. Stacks. Well, mental already took that, so I have I'm out.
0: Well, I, but I credited you with it. <laughs>
4: let's move on to the next section destination what makes a good destination should we go around the horn yes yeah Yeah. all right i'll go first and i'm going to start with an unpopular opinion tale the dragon not that great of a destination i don't think that's i don't think that's unpopular we're wrong (laughs) all right so those of you who have never been there let me just tell you it's too crowded it's not that long the beer at the in there is not that great um, but getting there is i will say that the great smoky mountains park is a fantastic it was always the day the next day on the bay rally it was amazing The trip between Gatlinburg, Cherokee, Bryson City, Chilowee, that was my favorite day on the Babe Rally. It was gorgeous through this just amazing valley, that little sign that has like the the corkscrew on it. There are just so many fantastic things to see in the Great Smoky Mountains Park go there, check it out. And it's it's
0: not that it's bad going to the tail of the dragon, but like if you make that the end all be all of that trip, you're you're going to be a little disappointed. There's some great roads all around it.
4: Yeah, totally.
2: Mhm. Yeah. I I think destination isn't necessarily important <laughs> really. What are you shredding,
0: Mattel? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, or yeah, you're
1: you're playing. I think he's playing Yahtzee.
0: <laughs> it's it's the, bag, it's, the, those, bag of, mowers, the it's the infamous bag of the chips. Yeah,
2: one of those mowers the kids have that they that
0: just put. bunch of It's 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 Chris that. rebuilding the Honda motor, going through the bucket of bolts. All right. I don't, don't think the
2: destination on a road trip is necessarily important. Sometimes it is, but sometimes you just want to go on a trip, and the destination is just an excuse to go. And in that case, the rest of the trip needs to be worth it. Like, Christy and I did a great trip up through northern New England when the, in the BMW BMW Coupe. So we drove that up through from Cape Cod, up the north shore of Massachusetts, all the way up to, you know, stop in Uh, New Hampshire coast all the way up into Maine did the hiked in Maine did the Maine thing worked our way back across through uh, northern New Hampshire did some hiking in New Hampshire in the White Mountains drove to the top of Mount Washington drove through Vermont, stayed in Burlington went to Lake Placid and back to Pennsylvania so it wasn't really like a destination it was just the whole event of going somewhere and that's what made it a good road trip was all the things that we got to do during the way. so it wasn't about getting somewhere but it was a great
0: you plan that as a sightseeing trip or is it like oh we're gonna go here and then as you saw it you was like oh we'll pull off and do this or do that
2: well, i had a rough plan because i used to live up there and i've been to most of these places so we had a rough idea where we were going and so we both kept it loose but uh with a basic uh, plan in mind
1: uh, no! Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was now we hear well the real bad. story well
2: uh, it was loose-ish I mean, we we've,
1: we've... We planned this day. We're going to end in this place because we saw we met up with a whole bunch of people while we were there, and I don't. We. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I don't loosely plan. Like we had the hotel, the where we were staying, researched every uh, bed and breakfast Uh, that we stayed at.
2: For us, it was loosely planned. How
1: about that? Fine. Uh, Not even. It yeah. was like by the end of the night. Well, sure, we could stop in these multiple places during the day, but we had end-ending spots every day. Yes. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Now, how how hardcore is your schedule in that one? Because I used to be really hardcore about my road trip schedules, but what I figured out is if even when I have certain things that I want to do, if I build in a couple of hours in there just for oddball stuff that pops up that looks fun or interesting, and then you you it, it, it's, it's a lot less stressful point. when you can adjust. It was it was
2: it was loose in that it was all right. Today we're going from um, Portland to Acadia, and we want to go for a hike during the day, like that kind of. As long,
1: uh, but we could always do it the next morning, or we can get dinner somewhere else, or you know we can. Yes, it was all it was loosely planned, but we had a a ending spot at at night every day. That way
2: you don't get stuck in a crappy motel six or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I understand that.
1: Yeah. Which we also do on the fly, but I mean, pick pick hotels, not go to crappy ones. So
2: um, To wrap yeah, it up, destination is important if you have somewhere to be, but otherwise, it could just go somewhere that's fun on the way, and that can be good enough to destination, I
1: think. My I, my, my suggestion was uh, take a good road. If, even if you're going somewhere, if you have a little bit of time, consider something else other than the highway or maybe the highway has something that A little more different.
0: And also, yeah, I was going. If you have a boring road trip, I had to drive my El Camino back from Oklahoma back when I first moved to Georgia, and it was going to be a boring road trip. But I decided to actually sat down and map out just interesting, oddball crap during the way. And so all the way across Arkansas, it took me twice as long, three times as long. Actually, I deliberately drove on two-lane roads, and I had to, you know, just kind of look them all up and avoid the freeways the whole time. And I've done other boring trips where I just throw in some extra time to go stop and see the world's second largest ball of twine or this restaurant that I've heard about that everyone says you have to go try the pancakes out or something.
4: Nice. Cool. Yeah, I, have that, I have that coming up talking about eating local, but before we get there, let's talk about what to bring. What do you got to bring with you? I went first last time. Who wants to jump in?
0: Don't bring your I dogs. Think- They're a giant pain in the butt. They bark at everything. <laughs> Uh, The two little ones absolutely have to be in my lap the whole time, which today, dealing with 50-mile-an-hour crosswinds was interesting. So,
2: Yeah. Uh, I'll say you've got to bring at least a cooler so you still have some cold beverages no matter how far you are from your gas stop and some snacks. If you're in a group, a CB radio or some other Uh, just good-quality radios – Make a huge difference, and that's how you get you know fun facts from Jeff, or you hassle somebody, or you tell someone that you just dodged a piece that fell off their Lincoln Continental, because um, all <laughs> these things happen regularly. Yeah. Uh, um, if, if you're in a convertible, don't forget your sunscreen. Really, oh, is... <laughs> oh, said uh-huh. uh, another
1: great listener to uh, Jen. She needs to listen. to My sister Jen. She needs yeah. another one. Been um, there.
2: Yep, it, it, sunglasses are important too. Um, also, if you're gonna do any activities along the way, don't forget the gear that you will facilitate those activities. Because as fun as it is to just throw a you know a change of underwear in the car, then you, you're gonna miss out on some other things you might like to do. So, yeah, put some basic activities in there.
1: The door behind you keeps opening, and closing, and it seems like, I think the cat's going in it. But the door slammed when it, I thought you just left the door closed. Cool. You, but, no, you told cat, me to
0: close the door,
2: and, but the wind is blowing the, it open and closed. Oh, it's
1: not the cat slamming the door. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, the wind.
1: Yeah, dad. Usually, I, usually
0: I thought it, Yeah, usually I blame Ostie because it's like, whatever, yeah. you guys are ignoring me. I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. Saying. I'm going under I'm the, the only couch. One
4: without, I'm the only one petless at the moment because they're still at the puppy hotel. Oh. Uh, I will mention, because I just got back, you need to bring something to listen to, especially if you're going to bonsai and your passenger seat is going to be filled with sleeping person Quick story, not to sound like mental, but in 1998, <laughs> I drove across country with my best buddy, in the Air Steve. Force? I was not yeah. in the Air Force. We were both just graduating college. We were in an early 90s regularly regular cab ranger with a cap on the back, and we slept in it. We both assumed the other guy brought some tunes. We only had like four or six cassette tapes. And once you get out where mental is right now, there are not a lot of radio stations. I will never forget those six or eight tapes because we listened to them back to back to back.
0: I did a similar thing. We rented a car with a cassette player to drive from Omaha to Spokane, Washington. And once we got out here, we actually stopped at a record store and went through their bargain tape bin. And spent like twenty dollars on uh, all of their markdown tapes, including Will yep. Smith's Will Linium. And uh, yeah. yeah, just just to get just to break up the monotony.
4: We we bought a couple from a truck stop too.
0: Audiobooks. Audio
4: Yeah, I love audiobooks.
2: Time. Absolutely. <gasps> yeah.
4: What? I, I listened to like all of Game of Thrones on audiobook. Oh, audiobooks.
2: Yeah. Uh, if not, then hey, great podcasts,
0: maybe yeah. like this one, oh. this one. Oh.
3: have you guys just
0: have you guys heard the uh, the micro podcast the new one uh that's no. how I heard it no. it is uh in fact even we, we we've been binging it all day today, even Paul harvey's son sent him a very nice letter and made a donation to the micro foundation because they're saying micro is inherited the Paul harvey rest of the story style. And it's it's worth it. The micro podcast—they're five to ten minutes. They're fantastic.
2: Let's just okay. clarify—that's Mike Rowe, like R-O-D-G. the Dirty Jobs guy. Exactly, not the Mike Dirty Rowe, Jobs guy. Like not, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, R O. Mike
4: Rowe. Small. Can I can I put in a plug? Mental. Make sure you tell your wife what I'm about to tell you. Oh God. I have heard through a reliable third party source that if you have a podcast, like one that you're on, you really shouldn't force your wife to listen to it when it's about a topic that they don't care about. Are you telling me
0: me I have to tell my wife this? Because my wife tells me immediately, like, as the podcast goes, (laughs) ours always comes on my phone. She's like, I'm not listening to that crap.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You just tell her that the message has been delivered.
0: Uh, The message has been delivered that uh, Jeff now knows that he's not supposed to listen to his own podcast when his wife's in the car.
4: No, you're not. I don't make my wife listen.
0: Uh, my wife won't let some. me make her listen. So
4: <laughs>
1: anyway, I hear, I hear you tell it. Why would I want to hear it again? Yeah, you... right. <laughs> 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 they heard that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, hold on, hold on. Say that again for the benefit of the listeners. Uh, we, <laughs> heard
1: the list, no, oh, we heard they it. they can perfectly. hear. It. We can hear her. Oh yeah, even more than once. Sandy. practices. I don't want to
0: hear it again. <laughs> he practices. I, I think it's clear to everyone who listens that we don't practice. <laughs>
2: It's torture. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is great. All right. What else? <laughs> <is> <laughs> number five.
1: What Chrissy? What oh, do you think? I just I was just thinking anything that can make your make you feel a little bit comfortable. Um, I I was thinking, so cup holders are great? Uh, especially since when we get in the car, sometimes that is not uh, something that you have in the car and you have to install them yourself. So things like that that just make yourself, just make things a little bit more comfortable. Yep. Like sometimes our I was, okay, so our seats, when they're leather, I don't like leather seats because my legs stick to them. And so <laughs> oh, uh, a towel make my legs not stick to the seat, makes me a little happier. So things like or, that. They're just like, oh, it's small, but it It's easier to helpful. get a
2: towel than ventilated seats.
4: Sure.
1: sure. Yes. Uh-huh. And snacks.
4: Awesome. Uh-huh. Am I doing the next prompt or is somebody else going to do it? What car to bring? Okay. What makes a good road <laughs> trip car? Uh, Mental, uh, you start.
0: Let's see, let me run the gamut on this one because uh, for the bonsai trips, I argue that it needs to be something you can crash in because I used to do bonsais all the time from Omaha back to Georgia and somewhere along that line I was going to end up needing a power crash I had an RX-7 that was really good about that my GTI was really good, my Suzuki Samurai was awful my Chevy pickup I could actually rack out in the, uh, on the bench seat um, it's terrible if you're trying to get someplace in a hurry but I cannot uh, or when you're trying to put gas in it but I cannot dog on the RV the RV is an excellent road trip vehicle if you're not trying to get there in a hurry
4: yeah, totally. Uh, another car if you're not trying to get there in a hurry. N.A. Miata. This is actually a good road trip car as long as hearing or packing more than a fresh pair of skivvies is not important to you. <laughs> On the highway, the drone just cannot be beat in an N.A. Miata, especially a 1.6. I guess I'm saying if you're soft, go ahead and pick something else, but N.A. Miata forever.
1: I'm... Um... I'm going, uh, and the N and Bs and Ncs are really nice too. Um, but I so I'm Babe Rally in a Miata, so I agree. Um, but maybe something with a bit, of, a little bit bigger trunk that might that might be nice. Um, and I don't, so I don't know that I agree with the um, place to sleep in the in the car. What? So it's nice that we can sleep in the sub, but I feel like, and I guess I just maybe haven't gone anywhere to to need to. I do not have a place that I can craft in a hotel, but I'm all for some kind of hotel just because. So I guess it depends what kind of trip you're going to. Yeah, but it's just, it's I'm counter to the bonsai. If a... you're,
4: you're getting in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Sleep mm-hmm. in the passenger seat. Six hours on, yeah. six hours off. Keep going. Mm-hmm.
2: I know okay. I'm going to sleep well, so that terribly. That, what's the point? Yeah. So I'm thinking you've got to have something with some cruising legs.
3: Yeah. That'll,
2: that'll comfortably go eighty all day, no problem. Yeah. And that's where like an an NA Miata comes up a little short. Yeah you're working an NA uh-huh. to stay at eighty or above. You're working it hard. And you know, like an N B is a little bit better in that account, you know. And then, the, like, the furthest end of the spectrum of that is, like, our AMG Mercedes. At 80, it's like, what, really? It's like 2,000 RPM. What do you want to do? <laughs> even right?
0: my, uh, even uh, my CLK 430 was phenomenal.
2: So, but it, it, you can find something in between there that's good enough. Like, a great balance is, like, our Saab 9000 Turbo. That would happily run 80-something all day, even though it was a janky piece of junk. And
3: we'll it got right
2: 30 right. miles per gallon doing yeah. it. So something like that, but it's got to have some life, and it's got to have at least some handling to it. Like, as much as you think, yeah, like a '76 Caddy be a sweet road trip car, right? Mm-mm. No, you're gonna get pretty bored of that as soon as you're not like in Oklahoma on the highway. see
0: <laughs> you're, right. you're in Oklahoma and you hit one bump and it bounces for the next seven miles. Boing,
2: boing. Yeah. So I think boing. you've got to have oh, at least no. a little bit of performance. That's why I don't like 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 you know pickup trucks for road trips. Like you know, the new modern ones are very different, but like older trucks, it's like eh. You know the, about the cutoff is about the GMT eight hundred suburban is about the cutoff for where things started to get good. Like my the snowflake, I drove that thing seventy five to eighty five eight hundred miles. I did a bonsai trip. I stopped twice. Once was for gas and lunch, and to try to fix the air conditioner, which was unsuccessful. And the other time was just for gas, and that was it. Keep going. Yeah, set and, to cruise and it made, she'll pull. Done. Oh yeah, who knew? And I mean, it's a
0: stealth machine too. Cops are like, "Oh, that thing's not like going that fast."
2: Yeah,
4: stealth definitely helps.
2: Well, with the blown sho- yeah, the blown shocks, the wandering steering, and uh, hundred thousand mile spark plugs, but it worked out
4: okay. No <laughs> drivers open. It was, it was
2: ninety degrees. Yeah, I had the sunroof and all the other windows open. Oh well.
4: Nice. So um. Just one, I think. I think this might be our last topic here. What do you do along the way? What do you do along the way? Anybody have any great tips w- between stops? What do you I, do?
0: I've gotten over like trying to be the cool guy, and I do the cheesy stuff. I, you know, whatever little goofy roadside attraction there is, or you stop at the the. The state line sign. There's the great McDonald's that it actually is over the freeway in Oklahoma, and I'm not a fast food person, but that's a unique destination. Uh, you know, all out here, it's all the uh, real tribal Indian jewelry blanket shops. Now they all kind of look the same after a while. Uh, I do. I enjoy all that kind of nonsense. All the we stopped at the Route 66 Museum yesterday and spent two hours there just. Wandering around and looking at all that kind of nerdy stuff, I enjoy that
2: nice it's been too long since I did a road trip that i wasn't just trying to get somewhere almost all the time now. I am just trying to get somewhere, and i don't care what's in between uh so that'd be nice to do just for fun.
4: Mm-hmm. going to put a plug for eating local eating local in the roach in slightly sketchy not really not really sure they speak my language not really sure I have any clue what's going on here I'm going to say that I have eaten at some of the smallest oddest quote my wife would never eat their kind of places and gotten some of the greatest food I've eaten jerky out of the back of a VW van technically out of the side (laughs) That taco place that Chris, Chrissy, and I did in California was amazeballs.
1: Hell yeah! So when they say like, oh. "Do you want do you want the special?" and you're like, "Yes," I don't. Yes. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. Yes, actually, I was like, "Is it the tongue?" Because I'm not
4: interested in the tongue.
1: Oh no, The tongue <laughs> tacos? No, I don't want that. Oh, it's um, some kind of stew. Well,
4: some kind of stew. Uh, they're the best places. I ate at this random breakfast joint in New Mexico that I went there and I was like, they were like, well, what kind of sauce do you want? And I was like, I don't know what kind of sauce I want on my eggs. And they said, "We well, can have red, green, or Christmas. I did not know what this question was. <laughs> I said Christmas. <laughs> duh. And I yeah, didn't duh. realize I was in the Hatch Valley of New Mexico and the New Mexico chili Chili of the world were amazing you got a yep. scoop of red and a scoop of green when you ask for christmas the rest of the week i was like do you have christmas do you have christmas i want them both i want them both amazing well, what about that,
0: that that lakeside place we did uh the last babe rally we all did the the, oh, the, yeah, the fried chicken picture. yeah um and actually nowadays or with a phone boiled
2: peanuts
0: oh yeah hey hey you you get somebody who's boiling peanuts out of the back of their truck that's some good eating right there but the. Uh... And then
1: you, everybody tried to eat them when they were too hot. So everyone just <laughs> kept going. like, ah, oh, no, no. That's but everybody wanted should, to eat them. You should explain this.
4: We're on a bake rally. It's a bunch <laughs> of us driving through. We're all Northerners except for Mental, who's from like, who the frick knows where. And we part. keep seeing all these signs for boiled peanuts. And I was like, guys, I've never had a boiled peanut. I want to stop and get some of these boiled peanuts. So we stopped. And we all sat or we stood around a cauldron. They like gave us well like a bag, right? It was like it was like a, yeah, was a bag, brown yeah. Paper a, bag. It's a brown paper bag. That sounds pl- yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're like eating them, describing what we think they taste like. It was like that's like warm fish. It's like <laughs> warm were, fish, but harder. But they were These so are really gross. What else are we gonna eat? I don't know. We just sat there and ate them for like an hour. They were like, <laughs> I'm not even sure we liked them. We just kept eating them.
0: That's about right. Yeah. <laughs>
4: the locals.
0: But with that, you know, with the advent of phones, there is no excuse for eating bad food on a road trip.
1: Agreed. True. Yeah.
2: Like Chrissy and I were in in California. We're in Bakersfield for a lemons race. And we're like, all right, we need some good food, like real good, especially the Mexican food. So we, you know, Chrissy gets on like uh, TripAdvisor, wherever she That's found it, it. Yeah. and there's a Mexican hole in the wall. We were the only English speaking people there, but we got the yes. order in, and we had the most incredible fish tacos, and like uh, it another was burrito. Those, fish it was tacos like, was the star.
1: It was the star, and it was one of those because the. Uh, TripAdvisor said, get the fish tacos. And that was before I even liked or knew that I liked fish tacos so much. And I was like, all right, we'll just get one. And we got all the rest of this food. And we're just like, we all we both fought over this fish taco because it was that good. So, yeah. yes, place find the across, place that you don't belong.
2: It was across the street from a liquor store with bars in the windows like that. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: oh yeah.
4: That's what I'm talking so, about. A place you would not normally ever put yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's where to go to eat.
2: Yeah. And that was a great spot. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree totally. There, if the, you can the more
0: ladder an trucks, the more ladder trucks and construction vans in the parking lot. That's where you want to have breakfast or lunch.
4: It's true. It's true. Let's do a really quick on the spot around the table. Everybody, tell us the weirdest thing. This does not count. I'm still going to do just dip. What is the weirdest thing that has ever happened on a road trip? We already heard Mental had a fire, so he is almost. Oh, that's not even I'm my sorry. weirdest thing. Around, I shouldn't say weirdest thing because everyone's going to rack their brain one weird thing that happened on a road trip I think Chris has got one brewing go
2: I sat in Woodrow Wilson's presidential Pierce Arrow limousine (laughs) while (laughs) dressed as Elvis I'll just leave it at
1: that that's pretty weird Chrissy. I got it. Um, West Virginia driving through as Superman. Kid yells out the window of a bus. Go home Fruit Loops. (laughs) My whole car was full of people dressed as, as Superman and that wasn't even weird because it's just Superman. It's not Elvis. It's not Dorothy. It's not any of the other things we've dressed up as. That was pretty normal. They told us to go home.
4: Er, Fruit Loops. Fruit yep. Loops.
0: Excellent. Uh, Matt, you got something? In the uh, uh, mid '90s, I uh, we were uh, getting out of we we were coming out of New Orleans. We stopped in New Orleans, and I got panhandled by a uniformed New Orleans police officer.
4: What? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, hey, brother, can you spare a dime? Almost. Uh, we're, we're gassing
0: up the car. We're getting ready to go back. Uh, we, you know, we, we, it's, it's, it's early, early morning. We've had, we've had a good time down there in the, in the quarter and the gas station had an, uh, had an off duty cop because you know, it's four in the morning and it's New yeah, Orleans. Yeah. So the the guy comes over and he sees the, uh, base sticker on my, uh, that was how you used to get it on base back in the day. He sees the base sticker on my car. Oh, Hey, you, you, are in the air force. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We're talking. He goes, Yeah, I did some time myself, da 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 da. da. And uh we're just having a nice conversation. Then the guy goes, Hey man, you know, uh, I, I work this uh place every Friday night. Man, that the, the the guy that runs it, the manager, he won't even give me like a donut and a cup of coffee. I'm like, Well that's just kind of stupid, man. He goes, Can I can I can I get a couple bucks so i go get a donut and a cup of coffee? Oh sure, man, yeah, no problem. You're 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 a cop. Why not? And I hand him five dollars and I don't even I'm I'm ten miles down the road before I realized I just got panhandled by a uniformed police <laughs> officer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's pretty crazy yep. so uh here here's my kind of weird one once uh I, I, this is this is an eric story that doesn't involve connie um we were driving back from the from the babe rally one year and he had this effed up subaru wagon and it had broken yeah. along the side of the no the road with like an axle nut that was off or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah,
2: it was the rear rear axle nut was coming loose and that holds the wheel bearing together. Uh, so so goes, he goes through it. So
4: Yeah. So he asked me, hey, you got a battery charger or a pair of jumper cables? And I was like, sure. So I got him some I, I think I had a battery charger.
2: You had jumper cables. I jumper remember. cables. I was there. And
4: and he undid a wire hanger and started welding on the side of a road. With a pair of jumper cables and a wire hanger, and I thought that was pretty damn wacky.
0: Because that's Eric, though.
4: Yeah. Nowadays, the, the, the would wire like hanger, totally Jeff. Normal. The yeah. wire hanger
2: was from your uh, My no, Elvis Matador Elvis costume.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I clearly remember that. Yeah. Um, we have to say this is not Eric, number five of our show. Oh no, Eric. no Eric not Eric
4: Rude. I should. Say yes. yes. Or at Eric first,
1: yeah. Right. So at first, when you were telling the story, I was like, ah. Eric Rude. I don't know that he did that, but okay. No, Just no, no. clarifying. But
4: we, we we should come up with a
1: nickname for Eric. Dirty Pants
4: Eric.
0: Uh, mad Scientist <laughs> Eric.
4: Man, oh, Eric the Mad Scientist. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Mad Scientist Eric. Um, I don't think we'd really like known him that well at that point. This is like the first rally we were on with him, and yeah,
2: that's yeah. how we got to know him. <laughs> we said this. <laughs> <that started>. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh and he fixed Connie so often.
0: So, so You often. know what
4: story I should have said now that I said Connie is when the we we were broken down in Connie. I believe it was when the tire delaminated and it ripped the wiring harness out of the ignition module. Yeah. We're sitting there trying to fix it and a guy cruises by in a pickup truck with a hatch on it and tries to sell us <laughs> car batteries. He's like, oh, your battery, man. I got some in the back. I'll sell you one. $20 <laughs> $20 <laughs> each, I, bucks each. a car
1: battery? We're like, oh, no, dude, we're okay. <laughs> I was sitting in the shade of the a broken down car because it was so hell off. Oh, and that makes me think of when Eric Dirty Pants says that this is like the grapes of wrath in the
4: in the in the restaurant, right? Oh
1: man, Connie itself is just one is a a whole a trip story. Yeah, if
2: you ever are around Jeff after a couple of rums, ask him about Connie to really tell you.
4: Yeah. It's worth it. Maybe we'll do that as a show thing later. Are we
1: probably really need you to just because it's funny.
4: All right, okay. let's get on to the end of the show.
1: <laughs> Wait,
4: I have to roll my eyes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Listen, Go for it. my justice tip, uh, and I'm doing justice tip because I am the person who fails at this very frequently, and it is don't fall asleep behind the wheel. No. very frequently. Uh When I had my really bad sleep apnea, that was one of the things that I noticed that was happening, so falling asleep, I was having trouble staying awake at all times oh, of the time. Thank God, so, uh, I stole this from the National Sleep Foundation website. They said it's not always easy to tell when you're too tired to drive. Here are some signs when it's time to pull over, difficulty focusing, yep. frequently blinking heavy eyelids, daydreaming, wandering, disconnected thoughts which happens to me all the damn time. Trouble remembering the last few miles. Missing exits or traffic signs. Yawning repeatedly, rubbing your eyes. Trouble keeping your head up. When you feel your doing this, little, little dab thing with your head as I hit oh, the microphone. Oh, my yeah. God. You're falling asleep, dude. Terrifying. Uh, drifting from your lane. Tailgating, hitting the rumble strips. You might be falling asleep. Feeling restless or irritable. You might be falling asleep. So the best way to make sure that your body and mind are in optimal, optimal driving shape is to plan ahead. Get sleep before you drive. Take a pre-drive nap. If you're really feeling drowsy, pull over, take 20 minutes while you're driving buddy system, safest way. Have a partner on a long trip, pull over every couple hours, switch drivers, let them sleep. And that was
0: nope. uh, when I was doing my uh, bonsai trips, you know, all the time. And, uh, you, you try to, like, John Wayne it as much as possible. Yeah, I'm not staying in a hotel, and there was no one in the car with me. That's what I would do is uh, find a well-lit truck stop and pull my car between two semis, lock the doors, rack out.
1: Chris is breathing in his mic. Stop it. <laughs> All right. <That> like- <laughs> right, and we're trying to get your attention. I know.
4: So anyway, don't rush. It is better to arrive at your destination safe than on time. Don't drink alcohol. This is pretty obvious. But even small amounts, you might not be drunk too drunk to drive, but it will make you drowsy. Uh, don't drive between midnight and 6 a.m. Did you hear that, everybody? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, we do that all the time. No, we uh, don't. Drink caffeine. Coffee. Purple drink. Purple drink.
0: Purple drink. You got to be go. careful about that though, because if you, if you caffeine up too much, you'll crash. And then that's, that's going to, that's going to make you and put you in bad shape as well. So you have to, you have to be very careful about your caffeine take and kind of, uh, modulate it.
4: Hell no. <laughs> <Triple drag>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, all
0: right. before you kick on to uh, next week's show, which I think we're all going to talk about, uh, our Sunday and we all binge watch all these pro events. We'll talk about our favorite stuff or maybe we won't, I don't know. Um, sure. my brother-in-law got sent an article, uh, on this website called car buzz. And we just added it to the show notes and it was all about the, uh, the 24 hours of lemons. It's a bit dated information cause it's the guy still talks about the people's curse and all that other kind of stuff. But what was interesting is he, uh, he's throwing up all these legendary cars. And of course mentioned in the race cars, you've never seen them before on car buzz is the boat.
1: Oh, yeah, so, we posted that on yeah, our social but, media earlier. We, we posted that twice, actually. Nice. Um, the Car bus? Actually new, yeah, yes. no, uh, it's, it's actually a new – yes. No, it's a
0: new article. The article is written on main yeah. that they're Correct. talking. If you read the text of it, he's like, oh, there's the people's cars, which they haven't done since what? You know, Summit yeah. Point back in the day when they blew up the car that, that like somebody donated to blow up a car? I
4: think so. Actually, Chrissy, yes. I think we posted that on the 3PM social media. I don't think we did it on E1R. Oh, no, uh, OK. That's, that's true.
0: But it was funny because, you know, my 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 brother-in-law, he's kind of a gearhead, you know, he's gearhead light. But, you know, he uh, he's scrolling through this and he had to go back to the guy He goes, yeah, that's my brother-in-law. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep.
4: Anyway, next show, what are we doing? Do we know now? Uh, probably yeah. New Jersey prep, probably talking about some races, all those pro races out there.
0: Yeah, nice. mean, yeah no, this totally is, it is the New Jersey free game show. That's right. Yeah. You yeah.
2: Know, whatever,
1: we decide.
0: Do, do we do we know what cars we're bringing yet?
1: Maybe. Maybe
2: by the <laughs> end
1: of <laughs> maybe by next week. We have, will. We
2: have an assorted selection of potential for cars. You know. There
0: we go. There we go. It's like the bachelor for race cars, which would be a great reality YouTube show. You just this have a, a bunch of crappy race, race cars and one race driver has to choose one.
4: Well, awesome. (laughs) Thank you for coming out, everyone. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building, because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It's totally free. Then go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Even if you hate us, give us five stars and tell us why, just like Game of Thrones. If you have any questions (laughs) or show ideas, drop a comment on our facebook page everyone racers or email us at racers at gmail.coffeecups.com <laughs> find us on instagram twitter at everyone racers everyone racers excuse me thanks again and until next week keep the shiny side up unless there is no shiny side then just keep the wheels down